0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody has had a wonderful week so far, and I hope you guys were able to enjoy your weekend. Maybe your weekend was restful and relaxing, maybe you stayed at home and watched TV with your favorite snacks, or maybe it was more productive. Maybe you got some assignments done, you ran some errands, but Whatever your weekend looked like, I hope that it was exactly what you needed it to be. So a few things that I did over the weekend were studied at the library and I got a run in at the gym. So going on a run was so great and I hope that I can do more of that this spring. It had been a while since I had been on a run and I'm just so excited for the warm weather. And speaking of it is almost April, so it is truly almost springtime. With that, I wanted to set a goal for myself for April, and so one of the goals that I have for myself was to read three books. Now, if you know me, I am not somebody that is a super avid reader, but I'm trying to start reading, so Yeah, this I've been reading more lately, and I just love the feeling of finishing a book and finishing a chapter and just getting to reflect on what that book taught me. And it just feels so like healthy for my brain, right? Like more than scrolling on social media. So, yeah, an April goal that I have is to read three books. So, one of these books is called The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Peel, and I believe it's a Christian approach at just having better thoughts to create like a godly confidence in yourself if you are somebody that struggles with insecurity or feelings of inadequacy. I have only read a couple pages so far so I'm hoping to read some more of that today but what I've read so far was actually already so helpful and there's already a tip that I've been able to apply in my life and it's something that we're going to talk about a little later in this podcast. So that is one of my goals. Hopefully you guys are beginning to think of some goals for yourself as well. I'm excited for a new month with new opportunities and ways to grow and I hope that you guys are getting excited too. So before we get into today's topic, which is about discouragement and running the race set before us, I want to just share with you guys why I want to talk about this topic today. So, on Sunday, I went to the park to just read the Bible and to just spend time outside and be able to, like, clear my mind because I had handful of assignments due for school and I truly just needed to get out of my house because I was just stressed about the assignments but I went to the park and I was journaling and reflecting on my past week and I realized that one of the only words I could think of for my week was discouraged and discouragement like I had just felt so discouraged last week the previous week, I had come from a spring break trip in Florida where I was surrounded by a bunch of believers, and you know, I got baptized, and that was such a beautiful moment for me. And then the very next week, I was just hit with so many emotions that I had not felt in a long time, and it honestly confused me a little bit because. I was like well I was just baptized like I thought that these things were supposed to change which that's a topic for another time but baptism does not guarantee that you're not going to still feel or walk through some of the things that you had before you know so that's been something that I've been learning but I also recently lost a family member and he had a handful of health conditions that he was battling and it's always hard To watch a loved one live in pain. And it's just difficult to lose people. People that have, you know, been in your walk of life. And then they're no longer on this side. Like that's really difficult. But I'm thankful that he's no longer suffering from disease. And I believe that he's now made whole with the Lord in heaven. And that's all that I could ever hope for. For somebody that I love. So that was difficult to process. And, you know, if you are somebody that has lost a loved one, then I just want to encourage you that they are no longer suffering from the troubles of this world. So, um, yeah, but last week was kind of a discouraging week and through spending time with the Lord and in his word, I have been able to just gain some of my strength back and my joy back. And so I just wanted to talk about that today and share it with you guys. Um, So I've got some Bible verses um, for us today and let's just get right into it. So the Bible verse I want to talk about is Hebrews 12, 1. And it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So I think this is so cool for a handful of reasons, and the topic of running was something that kept coming up in this past week too, which is part of the reason that I went on a run because I was like, okay, like maybe I just need to clear my mind, and I went for this run. And truly, I felt so connected with God, even just doing that and using my body as a temple and honoring it and just exercising. I really was able to clear my mind and to just put some of the emotions that I was feeling like into action. And so that I realized that's another way that I feel connected with God is when I am taking care of my body and when I am exercising and getting movement in. So that was super encouraging. And I that's another one of the goals that I have for April. Is to just spend more time outside and go on more runs. So yeah, maybe y'all will be going on runs this spring too. And if you are, then let's encourage each other. And I hope that... <laughs> I hope that that goes good for you. If you set a goal to do that, I hope that y'all are able to follow through with that. And that's something that I hope I'm able to do as well. Okay. Um, I also wanted to share this quote, this Winnie the Pooh quote that Christopher Robin says to Pooh Bear, and it goes, always remember you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and loved more than you know. I just think that quote is too, too cute. And as I was sitting at the park on Sunday and I was having to reflect on some of these feelings I was having, I just kept hearing, you are stronger than you know, you are stronger than you know. And I was like, that is so beautiful. That is exactly what I needed to hear. So if that is something that you need to hear right now, then yes, just know you are stronger than you know. Isn't that so cute though? That little Pooh Bear quote. I love that. <laughs> okay. um, But back to the Hebrews verse. So I think it's really interesting that faith is equated to a physical task and a physical activity. And this is actually something that we see throughout the Bible in a few different places where um, somebody says like, so I do not box aimlessly I'll have to go back and look for that verse. But there's just a handful of times in the Bible where our faith is equated to something physical. And I think there's ought to be something that's to be gained by making a connection between those two. So in order to become physically fit or physically healthy, a person must put time and effort into their physical activity. You've got to devote time to the areas you want to see growth in. And our spiritual walk is the same it requires practice it requires training so in order to grow muscle and get stronger you have to spend time in the gym and the same goes for strengthening our spiritual muscle so if you are somebody that is looking to strengthen that spiritual muscle it is important to I mean I want you to go like at your own pace because as I stated and have stated previously a walk with God is very personal to the individual. So it's not going to look the same for everybody. There are definitely practices in a Christian faith that believers share and we are under one body of Christ as the church, but Your beginning walk with God might look different than somebody else's. But that being said, it is important to spend time in God's word or meditating on God's word. It's important to spend time in conversation with other people who are like-minded and other people who can encourage you in your faith. It's probably, for me, I find it helpful to listen to worship music and godly music because I do truly believe that there's this quote on Pinterest I like, and it says that our diet is not just what we eat, it's what we watch, it's what we hear, it's what we look at, and so the music that you're listening to could be an important part of your spiritual growth to pay mind to. Pay mind to the words that you are listening to that you're putting in your mind because something that I have a habit of is whenever I'm sad I want to listen to sad music and man sometimes that will just put me in the pit you know like to already feel an emotion of sadness but to feed it with that sad music that can really bring you down it's brought me down um so I think that it's important to pay mind to what we're listening to, but, um, yeah, listen to worship music, possibly. That may be something that's uncomfortable or new because, um, I don't know, if you're not used to worship, listening to worship music, then it could seem strange, but there's some good Jesus jams out there. So, yeah, but I just think it's important to just talk about the Lord and talk about his goodness and i said spend time with people who are like-minded and who can encourage you so when i think of this bible verse i also think it's neat that it instructs us to throw off things that hinder us it says let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles so to be entangled means to be twisted together with or caught in And when I imagine being entangled in sin, I imagine being trapped and unable to move. If you're somebody that wants to run well in the race of faith, you must throw off that which hinders you. So as a person who's also figuring out what hinders me in life and what fuels me to run well, I can't tell you what you need more or less of in your life, but I challenge you this week to answer the question, what hinders you? For me, there have been many times in my life where I feel like the Lord has spoken to me about one area that is hindering me. And let me tell you, it is not easy to work on that one thing sometimes. I mean, it it depends on what it is for you. But There have been things where the Lord has spoken to me about one thing in particular to get rid of. And so this thing was something that I knew was separating me from the Lord. Like every time I partook in it, I knew that God was asking me not to, that he was asking me not to. And I knew that I wasn't listening to him. So maybe there's an area in your life that you feel like every single time you get near this one thing or you do this one thing or whatever it is, there may be something that is hindering you that God just wants you to remove that one thing in order for you to receive His voice, in order for you to hear more clearly from Him. So maybe that means that you need more nutrients in your diet and He's asking you to cut out one thing that you typically rely on maybe you're somebody that feels like you have to have like ice cream or cake at the end of every single night and maybe he's asking you to cut back on your sugar intake i know that sounds so silly but i think that the lord truly does work like that sometimes i mean he put or well he didn't do that but there's like the daniel fast you know so there is such a thing about not giving into even just our desires of the flesh in terms of like sweet treats and stuff like that in order to make more room to hear from God if that makes sense so in the faith there's something called fasting and that could be a possible thing for you it could be like fasting from sugar um but as I said that's for you to figure out that's just one example maybe it's more sleep maybe it's less sleep maybe it's more exercise maybe it's to watch less tv or to spend less time scrolling on instagram so yeah i just challenge you to answer that question what is hindering you also i have not mentioned this before but something that i heard years ago at a young life camp was that sin is anything that separates us from god so i just wanted to put that out there because I had talked about, um, sin that entangles us. So anything that separates us from the Lord. Um, yeah. And I just hope that you guys are encouraged to throw your sin off and to lay it down, whatever that sin is, because as I said, like, it could be different for every person. And it's important to know that everybody sins even believers we are not immune but we are to be cautious of the way that we walk um so paul actually says um in man i can't remember what part of the bible but i'm pretty sure it was paul who wrote this and paul is an absolute homie guys I think Paul might be one of my favorite people in the Bible because he is so fervent in his mission for the gospel and Paul had been imprisoned for his faith and the cool thing about Paul is that he began as a person who persecuted Christians so oh my goodness I just love the books that Paul has written and yeah that would be like um pretty sure he wrote Galatians, Romans, Ephesians. He wrote a bunch of letters to churches back in the day. But anyways, Paul says like, who stopped you from, who hindered you? Who stopped you from running so well? What sin have you put back on that you formerly had taken off? Like if you are someone that has been made new in Christ, then there's likely a sin something that he's that the Lord has had you get rid of but I challenge you to think about like have you put that sin back on what did what kind of chains have you put back on because Paul says to throw it off run with endurance the race set before you so yeah um but I think it's important to know that life with Jesus does not guarantee immunity to hardship but it does mean that we have the opportunity to receive strength and joy in the midst of hardship. So I also wanted to take from Philippians 4, 12 and 13. And it says, I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Actually, the verse says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. But, of course, we were talking about Jesus Christ in that. And that is also written by Paul. But if you face hardships this week, I challenge you to keep Philippians 4.13 in mind. If Jesus could overcome death, you surely can overcome your struggle through him. You can do all things through him who strengthens you. So run with endurance the race set before you keep heart there may be things that are discouraging you but that is the good fight of faith is that you keep moving forward you keep straining ahead that you do not have to stay in the pit so if you're in the pit right now you do not have to stay there Things are temporary, things change, and ultimately, the Lord has your back. But even as things change around us, know that God is constant. The Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday as He is today, as He will be forever. Jesus is the same. Isn't that beautiful? As things change around us, Jesus stays the same. He is constant. The same God that parted the Red Sea works for you and he fights for you. So just know you do not fight alone. You do not have to run this race alone. There are believers on your side. There are people on your side. People are cheering you on. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I I just felt so encouraged by these Bible verses and just knowing that we have this task to run the race and that God will give us endurance, that he will give us more than we need, and he'll give us strength and he'll give us joy, even through trials. So just be encouraged this week. You can do all things through him who strengthens you. Um... Okay, I appreciate you guys so much, and I will see you next week.